Don't you worry about a thing. San Francisco's opening back up. What? Oh, yeah. Today at around 4 o'clock, right before 420, London Breed announced that outdoor dining is back starting this Thursday, the 28th at 8 a.m. And that means parklets are back open, and that means comedy's on, everybody. Outdoor, com- I, this is the first day I've put the signs back out in two months. I'm like, there really is. And I can tell all the neighbors, and they keep walking by going like, when's comedy coming back? When's comedy coming back? And I can be like, it's coming back! <laughs> cool. So that's exciting. I'm like, oh my God, there's a way to make money. It's going to be, it's going to be okay. They're going to let us, they're going to let us try to survive. Um, there's only, actually, our deaths went way up. We're at like 278 deaths in San Francisco County, which, I mean, over the entire COVID time is really not that many deaths, you know. There were more from opiate addiction. <laughs> there was 631 uh, overdoses in San Francisco in 2020, but which is the epidemic. Not a joke yet, everybody, but I was propositioned for sex on the way here in the Tenderloin. I'm, don't call me Pam anymore. My new name is Little Booty. I'm going by Little Booty now. Hey, Little Booty, come on back over here. Little Booty, I'm taking it. That's a compliment. It didn't, it didn't even feel rapey at all. <laughs> even when he pulled his car over, I still felt safe. All right, it's the Joke Workshop. We have plenty of time. There's four comedians here. Everyone's wearing masks. They're safe. Up at the front are bags of shame if you did not bring your own microphone or your own microphone cover. But um, there's bags up there. And, um, you know, you can kind of go as long as you want or until I get bored. <laughs> and, and then we'll see. And everybody, pay attention, take notes, uh, be nice, all that kind of stuff. Your first comedian of the night, he always likes to go first. It's great to see him. Everybody, put your hands together for Hunter Uniac. Yay! My own mic condom, it's bigger. I got the Magnum mic condom, people. I'm half Asian, I'm lying. I'm, uh, I'm Irish. I like being Irish. I discovered why Irish people are homophobic. I did. Like, you know, we believe in leprechauns, and what do leprechauns live at the end of a le- uh, at the end of a rainbow? Yeah, the gays stole our fucking flag. They did. You're thinking, like, Hunter, well, the Irish flag is green, white, and orange. Yeah, we were too drunk to finish it. <laughs> it's ironic, though, that we're so homophobic, and our language is literally called Gaelic. <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> it's true, though. Like, um, fuck. I'm actually going to notes. I wrote something down today. Holy shit. Yeah. What was the rest? And that's how we fuck. Um. Oh. Yeah, it's also really hypocritical. They were the first people to wear plaid skirts and think they were cool. You know, kilts. Yeah, see what happens when you read from your fucking notes? Be prepared, people. <laughs> but yeah, we wore kilts, dude. And it's ironic. Because like, you got to think of like, Hunter, well, kilts are Scottish. I'm already homophobic. Why can't I be a bigot? <laughs> great, though. It is. It is. Um, Why did I say it's great, though? It's not great. I'm gay bashing right now. It's a <laughs> <laughs> um. What was I say? Oh yeah, I believe there's a there's a complete graph that correlates with how shitty your food is, 
and how much you can be a racist. Like how bland your food is and how much you can be a racist. Black people, amazing food. Not racist at all. The British people destroyed our world for more than 200 years. They had the worst fucking food. I did. It's an ironic film. I do believe that we should start talking about gentrification more. You know, I'm talking about like centuries-old gentrification. Black people, they made the best fried chicken. Y'all stole that from us. You did. When the fuck have you seen a chicken running around Africa? Never fucking happened. You guys stole our food from us and made it better, and we're not allowed to shit on you for that shit? Fuck you. We're the one that gave you that food in the first place. I should not be acting like I'm a slave owner. That's horrible. <laughs> oh, my God. Why is it whenever I riff, I feel like I'm going to get canceled? I really am. I really fucking am. Like, this is like, I come up here and I riff. I have no idea what the fuck I'm going to say, and Pam's just broadcasting it to the world right now. So I hate the Jews. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I love them. I, my accountant's my best friend. All right, that's fucked up. <laughs> what the fuck am I going to say? It's been a weird lockdown. I, um, I haven't done shit all these past couple of days. Like, I'm just really excited. Ah, fuck it. I'm not going to riff anymore. I'm done. <laughs> want to do any real jokes? We have tons of time. No, that was my real joke. The, the Irish thing. Right, but then you were riffing too, but do you want to run anything? Because you only did like four minutes. See, I know exactly what four minutes is supposed to be like. Uh, can I do it later on after people get time? Sure. Okay. Absolutely. Everybody, Hunter Uniac. Do we have comments? I mean, I it's... You're being like super racist, but because you're being over the top about it, and it's like you're sort of having a sense of humor about it, I can tell you're not like some crazy white supremacist, so it doesn't freak me out. I don't know how other people feel about it or whatever, but I don't know if it did, did anyone feel like, like it was racism that went, I mean, it was over the top in an absurdist way. Which is why, I mean, I don't know, you can disagree with just me. Just right out the gate with the half-Asian comment, and then it's just, you know, it was all, it was all in good fun. Yeah. yeah right, guys, I thought it, you guys I know it was racist. in good fun as well, so. You th <laughs> 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 well, we don't want to get you canceled, but, I, again, I feel like it's, it's in, it's I in feel, good fun. I feel fun. like acknowledging I that I, I could get canceled kind of helps. I mean, it's yeah. it's edgy. Yeah. Edgy is good. I mean, but it's obvious that you're not doing it with like hateful intent. So yeah. I don't know. I like it. <laughs> Does anyone else have other comments for Hunter? He's gonna go up again. It'll be great. Okay. All right, hey, clap right now. Yay, Hunter! Yay! <laughs> dancing on the edge of appropriateness, Hunter Uniac. Yeah, tap dancing on the edge. Right. Uh, your next comedian. I just, I just love seeing him every time he's here. It's so exciting, and um, outdoor comedy is going to be back. So I, I can't wait to book him at more shows. I got to have him at Resolute, and I got to have him at um, Atlas Cafe. I think too. I think you, you've done like all my stuff, and it was great. That's right, at Atlas, you were great. Oh yay! It was all coming back, and um, right now you get to enjoy him, and we'll take notes and all that kind of stuff. Everybody, Peter Struckmeyer, yay! <laughs> Stay at home's been lifted. Yay! 
Now we can all eat outside again. I can't wait to eat soup in the rain this weekend. And the best part is we get to do outdoor comedy shows at cafes in the Tenderloin. Are you laughing because of my jokes or are you laughing because of your drug addiction? Who knows? Uh, let's see. My therapist asked me to... Sorry, I just need to comment for a second on the fact that, yes, I just started my set out with my therapist said. Right? I'm a millennial. Believe in my problems. <laughs> but anyway, back to my problems. So my therapist asked me to write down my relationship history. And it's as if he knew I have slept with enough men to fill up an entire textbook. Like, unit one, chapter one, fuck boys and SF. It all started that night at the mix when Blake, the failed entrepreneur, tried to pitch his startup to me. Like, God, I miss being gay, you know? Be okay, apparently you don't know. That's fine. Um, because, like, it's been so long since I've slept with anyone that it may as well just be called ancient history. That and I sleep with men who are old enough that they could have been alive during the Byzantine Empire. <laughs> Although I had a phase, a brief phase, where I dated younger men. We don't like to talk about that time in my life. Because college gays, they are the worst. Every single one of them is like, Oh, hey, my name's Patrick. I'm on the swim team, and I'm on the school newspaper. Like, you need a nap after you talk to one of them. Preferably a nap where they are sitting on my face. And uh, speaking of sitting on my face, no one has ever successfully redeemed a rewards point at Walgreens, right? Yeah, transitions. You see how I, <laughs> how those two thoughts worked? Um, no, but like it's a scam. Like anywhere else you go, you enter your phone number into a little pin pad, and it's like, cool, you saved $10. At Walgreens, it's like, cool, you were here. And despite never having saved any money there, every single time I entered in thinking, this time's going to be the one. I'll tell you when's going to be the one. It's going to be the time that I am buying a gigantic thing of lube and a giant bag of M&Ms hung over in sweatpants and sunglasses indoors. That is going to be the time the store attendant is like, Aisle five, you have just saved five dollars on your sad purchase of lube and candy. <laughs> I did recently purchase a natural light alarm clock. Do y'all know what this device is? It's some single people shit. That's what it is. It is a light that you sleep next to. That is supposed to mimic the sun setting and the sun rising so that you more naturally wind down and wake up. And it plays soothing noises like uh, the sound of the ocean or the sound of a tribe of natives chasing you through the rainforest. 
So just to reiterate what I have purchased, I sleep next to a loud, bright light. And in choosing to do so, I have, in effect, chosen to never sleep next to another man again. Because there's no self-respecting person who will willingly get into bed with you when there is a spotlight that sounds like a foghorn in the background. All right, I will leave you with one last bit. Um, I'm playing a lot of Animal Crossing as of late. It's not fun. It's like you're just constantly like picking up fruit and picking up sticks. Like it's a lot of hunting, hunting and gathering, and I'm just too fabulous for that. And the animals communicate to you in this like really fucked up language, like, <laughs> which is Animal Crossing speak for "Sir, may I leap onto your very large pole." Which is a line I have not heard since that night I hooked up with Patrick. <laughs> That's my time. Thank you, everyone. Peter Struckmeyer with the callback to Patrick. Yay. Uh, I like the new therapist intro that you're doing. The new thing, it's like meta where you stop yourself and then talk about yourself. I like that. Um, I like the specific name of Blake with his startup. And I thought there's other like super gay names you can just throw out. Like you could change his name every time. Blaze or any of those dumb names. Yeah. Um, Byzantine is a beautiful and amazing word. Um, but maybe a Greek reference since the Greeks were so gay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't know. And I totally enjoyed your gay TED talk. I was like, this is the best moment ever. You've got like, <laughs> you're like, oh, do you want to know what it's like to hear? I'm going to tell you this story. It's good. It was a good gay TED talk. Um, and I would, that Walgreens joke with the transition, I would just flip it. I would start with um, lube and candy. I would go from the gay thing into like, when I go to Walgreens, I'm getting lube and candy. And I'd start there yeah. and then go into the points and then call it back. Because okay. you'll, get, oh, you'll get like the laugh twice. Maybe I know it's the reveal on it, yeah. but I feel like you can make, I don't know, make it more specific farther on. Like be like, well, you've got the M&Ms. I mean, I don't know, but it, yeah. I feel like it would transition and it might, if you flip flop the structure, it might. I want to. I want to yeah. know how. Uh, I want to know like how the cashier reacts. Just Ooh, yeah. when you're always getting candy and lube, like, do you get to know them? Like, do they have no reaction? Like, what is you know, what is what's going like, on there? Is that, that, that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Either one. This one works better. Okay. I would think it's really funny if like one week you miss out on getting candy and lube, so when you come back, he's like, "Hey, I missed you. What happened? Is everything okay?" You know, like you, it, missed, you missed the yeah. sale on like M&Ms. 2 p.m. on a Tuesday. You're expecting the gay dude to come in and buy candy and lube. You know, it's <laughs> like that's when he knows his lunch breaks. He's missing. His, he's late in his lunch break. I don't even have a I don't have a I don't even have a Walgreens card. I just like ask them if I'm up there. They're like, oh, it's on sale. I mean, can you just use the one behind the counter? Like, I don't want to. <laughs> Why are you tracking my purchases? Um, cool, funny stuff though. I like it's like a whole new set from before. It's like to add on to the other. Your, I love your gumball joke and all that stuff. But it's all new stuff. Yay! Okay. 
Um, any other comments? We'll clap your hands together in a wild slappy like motion for Peter Struckmeyer! All right. Next comedian, I was just thinking about you today because I was walking on Mission Street and there was somebody selling weird Valentine gifts like off their car, out of their car. And I thought about you and I was like, he doesn't have to buy that shit right now. <laughs> and I thought about your joke. And it was weird. And I was walking down the street and I was thinking about I was thinking about your material. It was in a good way, not in like just in a material way. You I pay attention. Anyways, I'm excited to see what he brings tonight. Um, it's always different, super fun. Put your hands together for Rob Edwards. Yay! Talk a little bit about sports. I don't know how many of y'all watch sports, but um, talk a little bit about it. Uh, you know, listen, I under I accept the fact, and I hate to admit it, Tom Brady is the best quarterback to ever play football. I have to admit that, even though I hate to say it. You know what I mean? But y'all got to get – people got to get off his nuts, man. He did not play well last night. Like, I, I, I was watching it, and, I, and he said, uh, it was like a commentator, he was talking about it after the game. He was like, Tom Brady played great other than the three interceptions. I was like, what? I was like, that's like saying O.J. Simpson was a great man other than the murders. Like, that's not, <laughs> it makes no goddamn sense. Like, what does that even mean? Like, I was like, what? Get off his nuts. Uh, like, fuck. All right. Uh. Hunter, you were t making some racist jokes. I, I said, uh, <laughs> like, I, when I was over here, I said, like, I'm not a good representative of the black community because, like, you can say some racist shit and I'll just laugh at it. But, like, you know, I don't know. I'm, o I'm kind of okay with racism. I really am. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, as long as you, like, I'm very racist, but I, I hate everyone. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, like, I, I come up here and I talk shit about white people all the time, but if I'm just really honest, Really, really brutally honest. I don't like black people very much. So it's, you know, I'm just being real. I hate everyone, you know. Doesn't matter the, the race, gender, whatever. I, I hate you. Uh, uh, you know, I make a lot of jokes about women, and they, you know, they say I hate women, which, like I said, I do. And, you know, I remember one time I was with this dude, and, you know, he tried to talk to this girl. And he's one of those dudes who, like, you know, when they talk to them and then they get turned down, they get mad and start yelling or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, which is always weird to me. I'm like, you need a hug or something, my nigga? Why are you so upset about this? This talk, trying to talk to this stranger. He called her a thought. And I was like, oh my God, a thought. You know what that means? That means like that hoe over there. You know what I mean? And I, and I interrupted him. I was like, hey man, you can't say that. That's fucked up, all right? She's not a thought. She's a thought. You know what I mean? T-H-O-H. This hoe over here, not that hoe over there. <laughs> All right, like, you know what I mean? Like, hating women's one thing, but I will not stand for bad grammar. That is not, I'm not cool with that. Your mama didn't raise you right. That's what's wrong with you. All right, let's see. Uh, that's all the new shit I might have. I'll do an old joke. Uh, so, 
You know what trips me out? I, uh, you know, I don't understand why some of those, some girls wear those really long nails. You know, I don't know. It always trips me out. You know, like I've never gone up to a chick and been like, damn baby, you know I love it when you go out and kill rodents and small animals with your bare hands. <laughs> That's sexy to me. Covered up to your knuckles in squirrel blood. That's <laughs> trips me out. I don't know why they do it, you know? Like they're going out hunting and they use the long wing eyelashes to take flight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Listen around. If you listen, you can hear them when they're out. Oh! Oh! Like, that's my baby. Yeah, Thursdays, we have rabbits too. Yeah. I do the cooking, she does the hunting. That's uh, feminism. You know what I mean? Yeah, whenever I tell that joke, I always see girls in the crowd get mad. And I'm like, why do you care? I'm just some random nigga up here talking shit. Why do you care what I think? You know what I mean? Like, if you want to look like an owl wearing a lace front, that's your business. Live your life. Don't get mad at me. These are just my opinions. You know? It looks goofy to me. But all right, that's my time. Or that's it. Yeah. Rob Edwards! You could have gone on for longer because you're so funny and I love all your jokes. I did. I literally wrote down, "You're so funny." Um, <laughs> I I love their Tom Brady jokes. I also came up with a Tom Brady joke. Yours is probably better, but they do kind of go together. Because my Tom Brady joke is about him act actually being on his nuts. I'll do it at one point for you. But I enjoyed that Tom Brady joke. I thought that whole thing was really funny about the OJ. That's that's a pretty amazing twist. Um, and the only other comment I would have is on on the long fingernails. Like it's great with the talons and that whole. Thing totally works but sometimes also the women can get their nails so long that they can't actually do anything so they're helpless like they can't yeah. pick up a fork or like they're like a retarded baby like they can't feed themselves or do anything yeah. so you could extend the joke into that realm too like yeah. you've turned yourself into like yeah, a helpless like, whatever yeah. like but hilarious um what would you like to say Hunter? um one i loved it too, like uh, with the uh, hunting stuff, you know, um, thanks for the shout out. And also, um, I think it'd be really cool. Like, you know, like modern day hunting is just them going shopping, which is already what women do anyways. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's something you can work on that, you know? Okay. Well, you're, you're a genius. That's great. Do we have any other comments or nice things to say? And clap your hands together, everybody, for Rob Edwards. Yay! You don't want to take up a bunch of time. So my my um, my Tom Brady joke is something like this: like, I wish that we could just start utilizing Tom Brady's real talents. I think that he's being wasted. We need to lock him in a room and hook him up to a jizz milking machine, <laughs> so that he can make every baby. There is an astronaut in that nutsack. Like the next superhero lives inside. Tom Brady, we should, why are we letting him do, he should not be out of a house, chain the man up, and uh, every, why, there's sperm banks, you don't, all, you only need one sperm, and that's Tom Brady's sperm, every bitch, every white bitch that can fucking afford a, a fake baby that she's like, I'd like sperm, you're getting Tom Brady sperm, okay, you're next, I, that's one of my, that's one of, I like my new joke about that. Your next comedian hasn't done comedy in a really long time, so we're gonna see 
what happens. Uh, I always enjoy it, whatever he does. Clap your hands together for Josh Kahn, yay! Listen, <clears throat> listen here. That's a racist thing to say that you said about Tom Brady, to want to harvest his sperm and not harvest Marshawn Lynch's sperm right next to him, okay? <laughs> Because there's a lot of women out there that are going to want a second, you know, non-colonizer option for, for an NFL baby, Pam. And you just, like, gloss right over that shit. Deflategate? Anyway. I'm going to go there. Patriot, Schmatriot. Well, you know, he is the best. No one's debating that he's the best. I'm not going to go there. Like I said, I'm not going to go there. Um, I'm Josh Kahn. I am uh, doing stand-up comedy because, uh, you know, you're only young once and... I don't want to miss my chance again. Uh, I think it's like, I think it's bullshit how uh, society says a lot of things that are really commonplace but expects you to just be like, ooh, ah, when they say them, you know? Like every movie that they have a preview for these days is like, uh, from visionary director, this, you know, from the visionary director. Has there ever been a non-visionary, has there ever been like a blind director? Has there been one? Like Stevie Wonder won a lot of Grammys, but he was not known for his work with iMovie, you know? You couldn't. Visionary director, Chow Yun Fat. I'll do some old jokes and stuff too. It's just, it's been a while, folks. I'm Rusty. Thank you for listening to me. Um, I have a lot of irrational fears as an American. Uh, I, fear, I fear America going to war with Iran. I'll be totally honest. Because America knows nothing about Iran. Most Americans think that Iran's national anthem is and Iran, Iran so far away. <laughs> no, and it's confusing because it is far away, right? Um, I have a hard time like being politically correct around places. Like I went to uh, Whole, I for a fact I went to Whole Foods. It was my, my girlfriend's anniversary the other weekend. It was like. We splurge one time a year. We go to Whole Foods one time a year. No, I cannot shop there. I'm normally on food stamps. Um, but we went and shopped there, and I had to ask somebody. I was like, hey, where's the thick and chunky salsa? And they're like, oh, oh, oh we call it husky and empowered around here. <laughs> the husky and empowered salsa is on aisle three. Sorry. Ugh. I went to the, I have like a weakness. I don't really eat health food. And they have, you know, like I have a weakness for like fast food and stuff. And they have a KFC in Berkeley, but they're still very like, politically correct, even at the KFC. And I drove through, I, I love the chicken little sandwiches, you know? And I, so I ordered a chicken little sandwich and they're like, you can only order that if you identify as being a chicken dom. Chicken little, chicken dom. It's a FetLife type joke. I thought at least Peter would get it. <laughs> chicken top, chicken bottom, Chick-fil-A. Waka waka waka. You know, told you, told you guys. Uh, COVID, COVID's almost over, right? Are we done? Are we done with it yet? Like, is everyone just is everyone just ready to be over it now? Um, to be honest, I saw some sort of pandemic coming long before this. Somewhere between no pants on Bart Day <laughs> and the invention of these party pheromone parties, where you choose who to hook up with by smelling the armpits of their t-shirt after the party. You know about these? It's a real thing. So they, they go, you go to this party uh, and like all the guys and all the girls wear a t-shirt 
that all looks the same, right? And everybody hangs out and dances. And then at the end, they all take their shirts off and they smell each other's armpits. And that's who they decided to go home and fuck with. It's called a farewell party. So somewhere between that and no pants on Bart Day, I was like, we're all gonna fucking die. <laughs> like, we don't deserve to live anymore if this is the level of shit that we like think is, is good to do. Um, this is just true. Uh, I've been masturbating to a lot of pornography, obviously, uh, as you can hear in my voice. And you can see in my face where the rings are under my eyes. This is good radio. Um, there's this, these ads that pop up that are like, play this game that's gonna make you come in 40 seconds. And I'm like, where, where do you gotta be, man? Like, where do you gotta like, s slow down in life, you know? Take your time with something. Stop and smell the pre-cum, you know? It's not so important in life that you rush around doing everything. Come in 40 seconds, my. Uh, you can get all these, oh. Yeah, yeah, no, when they have the vaccine, I'm gonna boof it. I'm gonna put the vaccine up my ass because you get more bang for your buck that way. I wanna make really sure I don't get COVID. Oh. Am, I, am I too skinny to, make, to do fat material? Because I feel really fat. I have like body like issues for myself when I take this off and I go like bleh, out over the top of my jeans. Like I feel like I can do fat guy material. Um, I got my home hub, my Alexa, to be a fat guy voice to make me feel better about myself. So I was like, bing, like Alexa, set an alarm for tomorrow at 1 p.m. to remind me to exercise. And it's like, oh, yeah, you don't want, I'll do that later. You don't need to do that. Well, no, Alexa, seriously, would you do it like and make a playlist for me? Okay. Ugh. Taylor Swift. No, no. People ask me Taylor Swift or Katy Perry, and my answer is the same every time. To go to bed with Taylor Swift for music, Katy Perry. Is that wrong? Like this, that's my honest preference. Um, and I'll leave you with this. I've been less racist than Hunter. That's all I'll say. Like some of this wasn't funny. Some of this wasn't funny, but like I didn't, I didn't do any of that stuff. Um, you can't cancel a guy for just for not being funny, and just for you know. Anyway, so uh, but I'll leave you with this. Um, there's too many people in the world. Okay, there's too many fucking people in the world. Uh, we're overpopulated, and whoever we put in the driver's seat, Bernie, Joe, whoever, it doesn't fucking matter who we put in there, because this is a fucking spaceship that has the control set for the heart of the sun. Like, we are all, you know. Um, so I just think we should normalize suicide. I don't think it's that bad of a thing. Like, you know, we shouldn't have, like, suicide prevention hotlines. We should have, like, suicide encouragement hotlines, you know, make sure people know to cut up and down and stuff like that. You know, just help plans. Um, it's it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Suicide is just like the ultimate way of telling everybody that you know, like I just don't feel like hanging out with you guys anymore. You know, so I decided that when I go, I want it to be like I want whoever finds me, like the meter guy or the postal worker, whoever finds me, I'm gonna have a song on repeat on a CD player, right? Like one song, and I can't decide what the song is gonna be. That the pe and they have to like leave it. The meter person, they can't go in and mess with the, you know, like with the crime scene or whatever. So they have to leave the song. They're gonna hear the song, and then the police are gonna come in and hear the song too. Here's the list of songs that I thought would be funny for uh, them to find my body to. Uh, Gwen Stefani, Bananas, right? <laughs> this day is bananas. <laughs> no, no. They come in, 
they come in, my, I'm swinging there, and they find me down. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, but I think the, like, you know, there was a lot of, like, ones that didn't make the cut, like, who let the dogs out, and, you know. Uh, you know, Mambo number five. Not the first four, number five, you know. But the one that I think uh, was, the one that won was uh, Smash Mouth, All Star. Right? The cops come in and it's like, yeah, stop coming and they don't stop coming. <laughs> okay. George Cohen! You stay up, you stay up there though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, wow, I really enjoyed that, that last joke. I feel like there's a lot of song opportunity, like Zombie by the Cranberries might be a oh, good one. Oh, that's sad. Well, but zombie, so you can live forever. Zombie, zombie, zombie. Yeah. Or, oh, no, that what's, what's who's that, who sings the... Um, the Cranberries. Do you really want to live forever? Oh, yeah. Forever. Forever. <laughs> yeah. Those are, yeah, that's, that's very funny. Ooh, that's so sad. They're all sad. The point is, like, pick one that's really... Well, you, but it's super funny, because you are, or, like, Chumbawamba. Yeah. I get knocked yeah, down, Chumbawamba. but I get up again. But you're never going to keep me down. I we were, yeah, down. like, uh, Third Eye Blind, like, doot, doot, doot. Do, 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 do. Yeah. They're all funny. Yeah. Uh, Rob, did you have things to say? Uh, yeah, about your uh, Fat Alexa. Uh, yeah. Do you know who Fat Albert is? Yes. Uh, you just do his voice if you wanted to. Try that. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. It's time for something, whatever the fuck. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I so. do that, uh, yeah. I did. I was going to do my black Alexa bit, and I was like, and I was like, no, I'm just going to try to not be quadrillionaire. <laughs> He's gonna. He's an actor. He can code switch. I have to offend somebody, the blacks or the fats, like. It's just voice we were acting. Talking about the, uh, a suicide joke, and I, I love that suicide joke. But I honestly think it'd be way funnier as a sketch. Oh yeah. You know, just just throwing it out oh, there. Oh, you're saying to not actually do it, Hunter? That's sweet. No, I'm saying do it. Like I'm a method actor. You know, just do it method wise. Just record everything. Put it on like YouTube Live oh, or something. That's dark, man. Jesus. Oh wow, that would be a real good. That would be like no, we're dark. all just now Ugh. openly saying kill yourself. No, too dark for con. Wow. But um, <laughs> there is, and I think I've told you this before. There actually is a website. They're called they're called the anti-humanists, oh, yeah. and their tagline is "Save the world, kill yourself." Hell yeah! And their entire thing is all about like the only thing that sucks about the world is people and so be a part of the solution and kill yourself and it's yeah. this whole website devoted to it like saying like become a part of the movement kill yourself yeah it's really you, um it's a fun read you made me think of a song parody <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what you, it would be i should do like a, a door song parody that's like boom 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 people are dumb <laughs> when you're a human people are evil they should all die when it's you're lame Something yeah, like something that. Yeah, like that's that, good. Yeah. Yeah, if you kill yourself a mutiny radio, Pam will be able to broadcast a playlist over the air. No, please don't. No, so, yeah. Don't anybody so die here. No. I, that was one of my big fears yeah. is I'd go away for a month and come back and be like, oh, great. There's I can say racist upstairs. jokes, but I can't say that. There's multiple bodies just stacked up in the corner. Well, I had a dream recently that I put a body underneath the stairwell, and Jeez. it was so – and uh. I, don't remember, I don't know whose body it was, but uh, it was Jeez. so realistic. I woke up, and I was like – I felt guilty. I was, I, but I didn't. I've never killed anyone, so it wasn't. I didn't do it. It was. It's. It's weird. I know. There's ghosts in my house. Um, that I ran. I ran so far away was fucking genius. 
and the um, husky and empowered salsa is also very funny. Oh, I had a um, a tag for the end of your coming game in 40 seconds. Oh. So you do that whole thing, and then you're like, fuck that game. I did it in 37. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, uh, 40 seconds. Fuck your face. Yeah. If you <laughs> Just can a do different it, direction yeah. to go. If you can do it in, a, in single digits, they'll put your picture on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> like they'll just stick it to the wall with your cum. They'll just slap the pole right the there. <laughs> the... F- pheromone party is like its whole own bit and i want to know so many more so much more about the logistics it's a real thing it's mind-blowing i need to know like what happens if like you don't have a match like you think someone's shirt smells best but they don't think your shirt smells best like all these you like do like a top three or top five or whatever and then they try to get everyone laid but it's just a lay suggestion, you know. It's not like a like a handmaiden's like breed with this person, like type yeah. thing. It's just like you know. But that's how they're, that's categorically how they're trying to to dole out the the punani, by odor, by by pheromones, <laughs> you know. Like, but I thought pheromones came off the top of the head, so I don't even know if that works with the armpits. You yeah, may I just don't be know like, how that works. Uh, uh, with the pheromone party, you sniff, then you get a scratch. Oh. oh. <laughs> He's like, it's a little too cheeky for Josh. That's mine now, God. That's mine. No, no, get no. him back to those husky <laughs> and empowered me. salsa jokes. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's that's too low brow for Con. <laughs> no, it's mine now. I'm taking that. Thank you, Hunter. Uh, you can have royalties. That's Beckham points. Oh, good. I don't know if I want to do jokes or not. I mean, I guess I feel like I should. Do I have jokes, the opportunity. Pam. I guess I, I guess I should. There's do jokes, here. Pam. Okay. Oh yeah, do your day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah your well, day. after after me, remember we're all gonna oh, do it. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. So no, we'll, Pam, you go first. Oh no, no 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 no! I'll go I'll go I'll go last. I'm just gonna riff, you know. No no, that's great. Okay. That's great. Um, I got to do my Tom Brady joke in the middle too, so I feel good about that. But um, uh, let's. Have uh, Hunter wants to come back up. Yay, yeah. Hunter, yay! Who left their condom on the mic? Yeah. I always wanted to say that. I don't know why. I thought it'd be funny. But it's not. That's what happens when you riff people. Some things are not always fucking funny. Jesus fucking Christ. Look at me. Look at me. Dude, I look like COVID fucked me up right now. Like, if my mother knew this is what I look like at 26, she would have swallowed me. Fucking shit. Probably would taste as bad as I look, too. I should not be saying this shit. Hey, this is my mom, okay? I'm allowed to talk shit about her. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, Pam was like, bring Hunter up, and now she's like, take him down. (laughs) Take him the fuck down. Jesus, dude, like, I look like I'm homeless right now. Like, I really do. Like, there's no punchline behind there. I just really look like I'm homeless. You know how crazy it is going, like, I live in an Asian neighborhood, all right? I live, I have my own place. I live in an Asian neighborhood. You know how many times I've had the cops called on me, just, like, taking up my garbage back inside? There's nothing funny about that. Somebody have an argument with me. That's what I like to do. That's what I like to do. Josh Kahn, Jews, love them, hate them. No, I'm not going to do anything racist. I'm not going to do anything racist. Hate them? You're what? Oh, your family's Jewish. See, that's the only time you could hate the Jews. If your family's fucking Jewish, that's why I'm okay with Hitler. 
His mother was Jewish. His mother was Jewish. He just hated his mom. Like, are you kidding me? Yes, she was. I'm on the radio. Everything I say is true. All right? It is. I have a 12-inch penis, but half of it's on layaway. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I bought it off Amazon. Jeff Bezos lent me it. I don't fucking know. Dude, it's... You know what's weird now? Like, I've been riffing so much for a long time. Like, most of my riffing, I have a mental breakdown. And now I feel really comfortable with you guys. I love all of you. I love all of you. And, like, because I feel so comfortable with you people, I'm not having a mental breakdown, and you guys don't like me for that. Like, you people? You people, yes. I'm talking about you people. Comics. Yeah. What's your name, man? You're Dawson? You, with your fucking hair, you look like a Dawson. Just Jesus fucking Creek. You literally, you, you live on Dawson's Creek. Is that a TV show? All right, that was hack. Fuck you guys. Huh? I love that. I'm so intimidating on stage. I can say hi to somebody. They go, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Hunter. I don't fucking know what's going on. I, um... Somebody asked me a question. Just anything about my personal life. Anything. You guys don't like me that much? You don't want to get to know me? How, how long has it been since you've gotten laid? How angry do you think I am, Pam? I'm up here having mental breakdowns every fucking week, and you ask me how long since I've been getting laid? That's your fucking answer. Are you kidding me? When did COVID start? March. March? Bitch, March is next month. I haven't gotten laid since the future. <laughs> what the fuck's going on? That means I'm a virgin right now. It's been so long since I've gotten laid. I don't even have a vagina, but I have a hymen. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I'm uncircumcised too, so that would actually work. Don't fucking judge me, all right? I'm having a break. See, now you guys like me when I have a breakdown. Pam had asked me one question, <laughs> and I'm crying like a little bitch, or as I like to call it, a good comedian. <sighs> so I got uh, back into having a relationship with my father, which is probably why I've gotten laid since the future. I don't fucking know. It's, it's like, who here has ever had, like, who ever started falling out with her father? One clap is all it deserves. It is, it is, it is. It's weird. Like, I, when I got to a uh, fall out with my father, I kicked his ass. I moved out in 30 minutes. You know? See that stomping you heard upstairs? That was me moving out in 30 minutes. I don't know. It's crazy. It was. Uh, and now I started, like, coming back and, like, talking to him. You know? And, like... I don't know if it's like me, like not spending three years with him. It's made me realize how socially awkward my dad is. And you know what weird it is? Because like I got into a fight with a fucking autistic person, that means. No, not funny. All right, that's where I get canceled. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, I love having breakdowns on stage. I do. I do. That's why like my Tinder bio is not gaining anybody. It's not. Dude, I've been on Tinder for like the entirety of COVID. All right. I've actually like hooked up with two people on Tinder. Both were like old high school classmates. kind of weird. But like in the past like seven months, the only ad I've gotten on Tinder is an is a erectile dysfunction company. The only ad I've gotten on Tinder is an erectile dysfunction company. What the fuck is that saying about me? Where the only person swiping right on me is just saying like, dude, yeah, I accept you for your limp dick. <laughs> Secondly, how the fuck did I swipe right on that myself? You know? 
Like, well, I don't fucking know. I don't know. See, this is where the breakdown happens. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not. It's okay. Don't applaud me and my limp dick. <laughs> I don't fucking know what's going on. My penis works fine. Or does it? I don't know. See, yeah, I love burying my soul on you guys. Like, sometimes you guys love it, and sometimes you guys fucking hate it. You know? And when you guys hate it, it's just the staring of eyes. I literally just made a joke about erectile dysfunction, and it's all men in the room, including Pam. <laughs> and you guys just all stared at me saying, like, that never happened to me. Fuck shit. Josh Kahn plays the accordion. He doesn't even have a dick. <laughs> and now he's standing there like, yeah, I'm one of them. What the fuck? I don't know, okay? I don't know what's going on. It's like everybody was shut down for two months. I, this is my first time talking to people, and I'm talking about my family issues. Like, I just wanted a hi, how's the weather going? You know, instead of like, Hunter, what scares you the most in life? <laughs> you know what scares me the most in life? People staring at me when I talk about uh, an imaginary erectile dysfunction, and they just don't say anything. <laughs> oh, my God. Why am I doing this? Why do I do stand-up comedy? Every single time I get on stage, I have a breakdown. And then I come back a week later going, like, you got any more stage time? <laughs> I could have, like, the most advanced, like, the most expensive therapist in the world. At least I get a fucking hug after. I have to pay. I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's weird. What, what, what is it about me having a breakdown on stage that you guys enjoy? Is it because you guys are all comics and you think this is, like, the best? Like, you know, like you can at least think you're better than me? <laughs> I knew that was coming out. It's a small piece. Are we back into the topic of my dick? I don't know. I don't fucking know. It's so crazy. Like, I, you know what I do? This is something I never talked about. Like, when I get anxiety at home, I yell out random shit because I live by myself. Like, I don't have any, like, noise at all. It's complete silence at my place. So, like, when I'm home alone, just, like, naked, not jerking off, you know, like, I'm just, like, I'll ramble yell, like, I want a taco. <laughs> I do it all the fucking time. I don't know why. I just rather hear me bitching about something than nothing at all. I don't fucking know where this is going. This is, like, <laughs> what the fuck's going on? It's all right. Somebody asked me a question. What flavor taco? What flavor taco? Pam, there are no flavors of taco. There are <laughs> toppings. That's how fucking white you are. You live, you're... Your radio station is literally right next to a taqueria. I want you to go over the taqueria tomorrow and say, like, can I have a beef-flavored taco? <laughs> there are no flavors in taco. They're fucking toppings. Just Jesus. Can I have a Neapolitan taco? What the fuck are you talking about? Flavored tacos. The only flavored taco I know is pussy, and it always tastes bad. Uh. <laughs> Uh, it tastes good. I smoke too many cigarettes to so taste anything anymore. <laughs> yup. <laughs> I love that. Flavored tacos. What the, what the fuck? Right, Pam, what flavors were you thinking about when you said flavored taco? Ch chicken flavor, carne asada flavor. Are you just like pouring pour like top ramen flavor packets on top of a chicken taco right in front of your fucking taqueria person? Was that a barista? A taquerista, you know? <laughs> Are you are you pouring the flavor packets on top of taqueria and they're just going fuck you bitch? Taquerista? That should be a new phrase. No, great taquerista. I just ripped taquerista. 
Yeah. I love how we just all like let that sunk in. A talk arista. Yeah. Now it's gonna be a trance, like a beer arista. You know, like no, it's it's uh, that's gonna like get ruined. I don't know. I'm gonna go up to the next like Spanish-speaking person at El Forlido and just be like, hey, my tacarista, and see how quickly I have to say that till they hit me. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's let Rob up again. Huh? Everybody clap your hands together for yes. Usher. Yes. Thank you. You got a lot out of that, though. That was good. is very funny. He didn't get to do one of his punchlines today earlier. Put your hands together for Rob Edwards. Yay. to digest there, Hunter. Uh, <laughs> you know, when you were talking about your daddy issues, I completely expected you to look at me and be like, you don't know yours, do you, Rob? Or some shit like that. I was expecting that. You didn't do it, but, you know, I was kind of, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, I forgot one of my punchlines on why I hate black people. Uh, you understand that I can't wear two of the three primary colors? You understand that? I can't wear 60% of the color spectrum because of these motherfuckers, because they are territorial or some shit. I can't, you know what I mean? Like, I gotta put on yellow and run around looking like Big Bird. It's fucked up. <laughs> All right, I think I wrote something else down. Uh, oh, uh, so I'm back on the dating apps now. And uh, I think they're a waste of time, but I do get a little material out of them, usually. Like, uh, I was talking to this girl on Bumble, and she had to, apparently they have to talk to you within like a certain time frame where like the match goes away or some shit. So she like finally hit me like just, she, she says, uh, just in the nick of time. And I was like, I'm just being stupid. Like who the fuck is Nick and what does his timing have to do with anything? You know what I mean? Just just being stupid. Yeah, she liked it though. Right. Uh, hmm. Yeah, you was talking about suicide. You know, what's fucked up is how fucked up we are in the head comedians that if you don't see one in a while, you immediately jump to yeah. like, did they kill themselves? It's, <laughs> we're, we're fucked up people, bro. It's, it's messed up. Yeah, you like more people don't commit suicide because it's expensive to die. You know what I mean? It's very expensive to die. We need Thanos, if anybody, you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. Yeah, like you were talking about the suicide hotline, like encouragement, I'm more of, you know, like, to discourage him, I just talk about, you know, how much it would cost, what's your credit score, you know, you got any outstanding loans or any shit like that, you know what I mean? I'd be like talking to him like, you know, I'm an accountant and they were a rapper trying to buy another Lambo. Like, you can't afford that, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, that's that was all the shit I wanted to do. All right. Rob Edwards! All of his punchlines are good! That was awesome. Um, I'll run around and just do, I'll do a couple things, but I won't take up too much of your time. Oh, yeah, make a comment, absolutely. Yeah, comment, comment away. You can get on either. I love the uh, Thanos thing, and uh, when Thanos snapped every, his finger, everybody turned to ash. So how do you feel about the people that didn't want to get cremated felt? You know, like, there's, there's just something there, you know, like. Thanos is a deep cut. I mean, no, I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I, it's from Superman? I don't know what it's from. I don't know what Thanos is. Thanos is from Endgame. Like, everybody knows uh, the Avengers. 
Oh, I don't know the Avengers. I'm sorry. Round of applause. Uh, but Who then that's know? me. I mean, but also that makes no. I mean, that's I don't list pop culture nothing. So yeah. Yeah, but everybody knows who the Avengers are here, right? Yeah, everyone else does. I'm, yeah, I think yeah, I'm yeah, just okay. the only. Yeah. No, fair enough. Um, okay. Yay. Cool, yay. Um, don't forget to give me money if you want to give me money. That's always nice. Um, so you were talking about Tinder, oh, and suicide, all the things that I wanted to talk about. Now, one of my, one of my buddies, um, Zach Wiseman, he's like a heroin addict now, and I sort of can't wait for him to die because then I get all, his, I get all of his jokes. No, one of his, uh, that's not true. I mean, I still have to, I guess, give him props. Well, one of his jokes is if you're going to kill yourself, everybody jumps off the Golden Gate Bridge. That's so dumb. Why not jump onto the Golden Gate Bridge? You know, like peak to roadway, ample distance to kill yourself. And it works every time, right? Cause that's a Zach Wiseman joke, verbatim. I just know his whole set, that's all. So I was thinking about suicide, I was thinking about that. Also, like he has the other part of the joke, goes, you know, he wants to kill himself in a weird way, like hanging himself underwater. One of those things is completely unnecessary. <laughs> Fig Figure that one out, monk. Yeah, that's uh, I, I miss Zach Wiseman. It'd be nice if he'd come back. No, it's fine. So, but then I have jokes that are actually my jokes. So, when it's not even, I'm everything's kind of been a joke. It's very hard to date during COVID and all these things. And you're on the sites, you're on the apps. I have integrity, so I'll never internet date. It's just like a thing I did a long time ago. I was like, I'll never internet date. I've never done it. It's like. It's like when people that don't get tattoos and they're like, oh, look at me, I'm over 40, I'm a unicorn, I never got a tramp stamp, look at me. I'm like, oh, yeah, you did so great, you have so much integrity. Well, my, I feel better than other people because I've never internet dated. <laughs> so that's what I can hold over all of your heads. I don't understand it. I don't understand how you're, sp you're like, you take a questionnaire and then you're like, I could or might not be able to hang out with this person. Like. I don't know. I was never good at multiple choice anyways. I always sucked at those tests. I need an essay test. Um, I believe there are ghosts following me around. Even I was in there and I felt this really cold thing. And I'm like, see, it did it again. Fuck. And then I'm like, is it just the wind? Am, is it the edibles? Am I too high right now? Like, am I feeling ghosts and seeing That's it. I'm just so high. I'm seeing tracers. They're not ghosts. This is gonna make me be able to sleep tonight, I think. I've been so scared. I'm like, the ghosts are, they're putting dimes for me to find. I don't know if it's my dead grandma or my old dead cat, but they are following me. <laughs> the ghosts, I meant, I've turned it. This is also why it's hard to date, because I'm an insane, I believe in ghosts. Uh, I also have a wand in my backpack, I'm a witch. Uh, I have the, uh, that new witch joke, but I've been running it too much, but I don't wanna run old jokes, that's weird. Oh, you haven't heard anything. Yeah, so I've been rereading all of Grimm's fairy tales because I got bored of reading the Bible. <laughs> like, just for, just to like mine it for jokes or whatever. Well, cause I used to read the Bible to find out, you know, like feminist tropes to rile against, you know, whatever. But there aren't very many women in the Bible, but there's tons of women in Grimm's fairy tales and boy, did they hate women back then. Boy, oh boy, it's amazing. So, stepmoms, witches, all of these bad things, I think they really get a bad rap. And Hansel and Gretel, 
I think she's just a really misunderstood baker. This is just like a bitch who lives in the woods and she just wants to cook and she just wants friends. She's like an old widow. She hasn't been around. She doesn't know how to internet date. She's just baking, okay? She's got too much bread. She's fed all the birds. It's like she just doesn't know what to do with all this bread, so she builds a house out of it. And starving children come and she hangs out with them. She's like, it's okay, yeah, eat the food. And she says she wants to eat Hansel, but it's not like that. She actually wants to do like a Jeff Bezos trick where she just keeps him alive and, and then transfuses his blood into her so she can stay young forever. Or maybe it has to do with, do you not know about Jeff Bezos? Oh, I just, well, so that's the thing is maybe she just, she asked little Hansel to put, she said, put your little bony finger, put your bow, put your finger out and let me test how fat you are because she wanted to eat him. And he stuck out a chicken bone and he was all skinny. And maybe this is all just, it was his bone and she just wanted to, she just wanted to some kid jizz because maybe kid jizz keeps you young forever. Like, because when you get cum on your face and it dries, it like pulls out all the wrinkles. And it's, it's they call it a facial for a reason, right? But she just, but the, if she just wants it's kids, I mean, how much kid jizz do you need to keep you young? Like, what do you, and then it stands to reason in reality now, how many 25-year-olds have to come in my vag for me to stay young forever? <laughs> like, is it, is there a transitive property? Did the witches know back then? I think they did. I think they knew something we don't know. Is that too gross, Josh? Is it, is that why I look young? Yeah, actually, and wait till I, I'm gonna, I'm actually going to get some French Botox here this week. It's going to be really great. Um, you, that's when you cut bangs. So I'm going to cut bangs this week, so it's going to be some French Botox. I'll look a lot younger. But I'm definitely not going to dye my hair again. I tried that nonsense, and it was stupid. It's just stupid. There's just no point in it. It looks fake, and it's like, look at me trying to be fake. It's stupid. So I'm just going to have it be gray or whatever. I don't know. But, yeah, I know. I'm how am I trying to stay young forever? I don't know. I walk a lot. I don't have any secrets. I don't think it's kids. Oh, this was the other question I have. This is a real question about pedophilia. Okay. If I masturbate to pictures of my ex-boyfriend when he played water polo in high school, is that a pedophilic act? Yes. <laughs> really? No, no. Okay. Because, like, I know him now, but he was 15, and he was, like, so hot. And I'm, like, looking through his old Facebook pictures, like, damn, bro. What the fuck was going on back then? Um, used to surf and play water polo. But then, the, here's another question. If I took naked pictures of myself when I was 13, and then I show people now, am I peddling child pornography? If it's myself, I know. I'm twisting Rob's mind up on this one. He's like, if it's yourself. What I know, I, exactly, exactly. I just, these are all like, I have these strange philosophical questions just about like time. <laughs> That's why we didn't have cameras back when I was little. I, we didn't even have internet when I was 13. There was no blocking. There were no pictures. If I wanted to take naked pictures of myself, it would have to be like with a, f like with a Polaroid. And selfies didn't exist back then. That would be like the first selfie is <laughs> a Polaroid going. <laughs> how much film you'd have to wait, waste to get the right angle. 
<laughs> like it's blurry. They're, well, they're, of course everything is. There's so many, so many pubes everywhere. It's 80s and 70s. That was another thing. I decided to shave, like clean up the crash site or whatever, and I have no idea. But I have, <laughs> I have no idea. Because I'm kind of blind, and I was sitting on the sofa, and I was naked, too, and I thought I saw a spider crawl across my legs, but that was just pubic hair. I was like, I need to do something about this right now. So I got in to try to quaff, like, quaff the crash base, like I said, and I didn't know. I don't watch porn, so I don't know what I'm supposed to be modeling after. I don't know what I'm trying. I don't know what I'm, I don't know what the accomplish, I don't know what the goal is to accomplish, right? So I'm just kind of going but then it's really difficult because without the glasses it's too far away with the glasses but it's too it's it's a really difficult distance anyway so I was trying to shave myself straight and it's just a slippery slope like all of a sudden you're like you have to keep going and that's why I wonder why people shave it all off I think it's that they're trying to have something happen but then they go too far I went from the top and I was kind of doing this thing and then I found a bald spot and I was like, oh no, now I have to go even farther. <laughs> Which is why I should have never started in the first place. Uh, I have nothing else to say. What else do I have to say? Oh, just that Tom Brady thing, but I already talked about that. Because, and it was funny because I didn't even know that Tom Brady was like on a new team. I still thought he was like in the Patriots or something. I didn't even know that there was anything special was coming up. I was just, I just, maybe that's the thing the ghosts told me. How was I saw, how did I write about a joke about Tom Brady? And then everyone else was talking about Tom Brady. And I was like, did something happen with Tom Brady? But it, it's just, I was like riding the wave <laughs> of like the subconscious universe, man. I wrote, I just didn't see that other people were doing it. And then I realized, I was like, oh my God, how did I pick up on that? Because I don't pay attention to anything. Um, <laughs> it's true. Okay, bye. Thanks for being here. Thanks for giving me money. Um, thanks for hanging out. Outdoor comedy is back this Friday at six o'clock. Um, it's going to be crazy. And I'm going to be booking all of those shows again. I just emailed all of my Resolute Wine Bar Sunday at 2.30. Asiento Wednesdays at 7.30 and Atlas Cafe 2 o'clock on Saturdays. So all of those shows are going to come back ASAP for everyone and everything's going to be okay. Yay! Thanks for being here. Bye! Turn on a, give me a comment. Uh, I was basically just, uh, you're talking about you don't know the goal is of, you know, shaving pubic hair. Maybe you can expound on what you might think the goals are or whatever. Yeah, I thought, um, and I thought about this too because I shaved off too much from the bottom. I think it's to actually focus the pee into the toilet. Because once, because once you shave everything off, once you shave everything off down there, like the pee just goes everywhere. It's like flu, 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 flu. It goes all over like the sea. It's crazy. So I think that the pubic hair actually acted oh like God. a funnel and it made the pee go down into the toilet. A drip funnel, a drip oh funnel. Oh my God. I'm uh, serious. So I would have never guessed that. So there you go. Right? <laughs> I think I think the bit that you did uh, the the thing you were asking about like the about your child porn that so like if you ever did one of those shows that was like an all like women with a Y you know like one of those really feminist shows and you did that bit I'm pretty sure they would like black bag you and like throw you in a van after that like 
they would disappear you, right? Like that's the, like, Is it is it that edgy? If you were asking feminists that, they'd be like, "Honey, they'd be like, "Ah, ah, you would just their their like their brains would explode. Their heads would explode. They wouldn't know what to do with you." Right? Maybe. I would love to see, I'm just saying I would love to see you do that to like like serrating or somebody. Oh like, my god, right. Somewhere somewhere else where they people are going to Oh yeah, I'll get crucified. I'm fine with that. Yeah. That's fine. Crucified for humor. I'm into it. I'm into it. Sweet. Well, um, we'll be back for with more shows this week and live comedy on Friday at 6 o'clock. Thanks for being here. Thanks for giving me money. Yay. Hunter says he wants to stick around and podcast, so we might do that. If you guys are listening to mutinyradio.fm and .sf, this is the Joke Workshop. Kind of, you know, we did we did an hour of it. That was fun. Um, I got to riff around and try to do new material. And we're just chilling here at Mutiny Radio. Come back and visit us. Outside comedy, socially distanced, six feet apart, chairs, masks, funny people on the street. San Francisco's back starting this Thursday at 8 a.m. Baby.
I am joined in studio by Hunter Uniac and Rob Edwards. And out in the in the other space, we've got Josh Kahn. Uh, I believe that is Mike One out there. Yeah, four is on stage. It should be that one. Hello, everybody. You know the thing could hold it for you. Just oh, oh yeah, it's such a big it poofy. It's such a everything. It's like it, in this studio trying to make the equipment work. It's just the entropy here is so great. Things just constantly hey. oh. break. Yeah, yeah, they. Yeah, so it. it, so it I'll play. Can we can we play a quick round of uh, name that tune on accordion really quick for for while we get uh, tech stuff. Name that here. tune. Name that tune. Okay, here's name that tune on accordion. <laughs> This is Backstreet. This is Backstreet Boys. Um, I want it that way. That is not Backstreet Boys. Oh shit! Nothing but a heartache. Tell me why? Ain't nothing but a mistake. Tell me why? Especially with an accordion. Oh my God! Play this in Holland. Play this in Holland. You know, I never. I always get K Y. That, that was the joke that um, Howard Stern did, and he changed the lyrics of the song to be, um, "I don't want it that way." And then they were talking about butt sex, and get K Y ain't nothing but a. K-Y. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I never thought I needed a rendition of the Backstreet Boys with an accordion until I heard it. You do. Yeah. You I did. did. Thank you, Josh. You didn't. You do. Okay, so here's another one. It's a little longer, but hang in there. I, I can almost guarantee you recognize it. This was, I, I'm pretty sure this was like one of my graduation songs in high school. And I had wa- a wide enough high school that we should have used an accordion. I'm glad we didn't. I'm glad we fucking did it, man. You know what's the one, uh... does and I can totally see people dropping you a 20 for oh, that. Yeah, Dude, everybody loves Katy Perry. I did get dropped a 20 for that the other day. I used to be one of those kids that like like you know in high school or like you know like in school like I, I pretended not to like music written by female artists. You know because I thought it wasn't manly. Wow. 
Wow. You know, like Katy Perry. Wow. Like all that. But when I was home, I would be blasting Katy Perry and Miley Cyrus all the fucking time. Oh. Are you kidding me, dude? A 23 by Miley Cyrus? Like, I fucking love that shit. Yep. There you go. I did, yeah. We, we grow as people. You yeah, know? we do. <laughs> your your upstairs neighbors know what you like, though. They do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they know what's up. <laughs> he told like, I don't listen to that shit. You know? yeah. They go to okay. the shower. <laughs> we heard it last night. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't put it on. It was shuffled to I, I didn't shuffle away from it. It, it, it was Alexa. I wanna, Alexa put it on. Hey, Alexa put on Katie Perry. Next girl that breaks up with me, and it's going to happen soon, yeah. but next girl that breaks up with me, uh, instead of going to her uh, bedroom window with a boombox, can I just have you right next to me with yeah. the accordion? No, I'll do a breakup singing telegram for you. What do you, uh, well, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? I what am your singing uh, telegram. We're talking to a microphone, so, like. What, so, so what song do we want to, do, do you want to break up? Uh, no, no, I, I want, I want like, the uh, take me back moment with the boombox. Right. Instead, it's going to be you with the accordion. But it should be that song. Playing he's playing, he's playing, yes, and I know what he's playing. It's not, you. it's, is in it Red Rain? Eyes. Oh, that's right, it's in your eyes. Yeah. I was thinking Red Rain by the same third person, but it's not because it's raining, but it's in your eyes, yeah. like the heat of incomplete. And it's like a, a polka band in the background. Yeah. Thousand churches in yeah. your eyes, like gross. You see, a, you see a doorway to a thousand churches. That's like the grossest thing to say to a girl. It's like the least romantic, Ugh. unless you really like fucking Especially in churches. Especially if you went to Catholic school, am I right? Right. <laughs> but that would be very funny if you played that I song. Learn. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. too broke. Like it was a skit there somewhere. Like I'm too broke to afford a boombox. But yeah. like uh, Josh Chon is cheap right. enough where I can give him like 15 bucks well, yeah. and he'll play the accordion. Sandwich. No, you, you just should give like, him a sandwich. Yeah. Well, the thing is like you should like uh, live pretty close to her and like have a bunch of extension cords, but they're just not long enough. No, it's going to be an ex I haven't talked to in like that. seven years. And like she lives in Colorado and we're going to show up at her place. She's never talked to me in like a bunch of times, like doing that out of fucking nowhere. This sounds like a passion project of yours. That it I, does. It is. Yeah. It. <laughs> sounds like a passion project yeah. you doesn't really want to get involved with. <laughs> What's the most, how about this? What's the most psychotic thing you've ever done to a person on after you stopped being with them? To like, if that if you're sad and you wanted to like, like was it you over texted or did you like send a pig heart Fucked in the her mail? Sister. Fucked your sister. Whoa, did you really? Wow. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, they had a bunk bed. Damn. This was in high school. I don't know, like, I had to, yeah. This was in high school? So yeah. what's that Damn. kind of, what's that? I, I, I mentioned a bunk bed. Hey, you know what I did but in high school? that's not like I got a girl pregnant and cool. that child is now 18. That's psychotic. So you're like, <laughs> I did that in high school. But like to, uh, so it's wiped clean. And I'm like, what I did in high school is now 18. And like, you know, calls me a boomer. Yeah, but that's the thing like is she, if you <laughs> jack off to your memories of hot girls when you were in high school, oh, yeah. in your memory, they're still in high school. Yeah. Is that a pedophilic act? You're getting canceled. You're <laughs> really on the spot. Actually, that's not pedophilic. It's a spank bank. It's a spank bank, so it's fine. All yeah. right, all right. So memories are fine. I mean, it depends okay. on how early back you go. But, I mean, you know, if you're going to... When do you lose your virginity? Like, how early back are you going? 14. Jesus, see, that's the, that's the number I was afraid of. What? What's 40. wrong with 14? What's wrong with 14? Yeah. Nothing's wrong with 14 if you lose your virginity at 14. I lost mine at 17, so I'm just jealous. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I was fortunate. I didn't know it was it like wasn't overdue. Like, wasn't great. You didn't know what the fuck we were doing. Oh, it's never great the first time. <laughs> no, I could not kidding? figure out how to come the first time. Like, I was just like, oh, shit. Like, I'm not going to be able to fucking like, oh, I didn't. with this. But, like, I, I finally got, like, because it was on a couch, and I got a, and she was taller than me. <laughs> and, 
I got a thing where it was like I was pushing off of the chair leg to go horizontally across it, like up to, you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's how I ended up. I was like, thank God for that couch leg because I had not figured out my knee traction game <laughs> and would not have been able to come if it had been in a bed. Yeah, so my first time, time would have been disastrous. My first time was going with a girl, like, you know, we're into it. And like I was playing baseball. At the time, I was like uh, two months before baseball season, and like you know what that whole like uh, every guy has this uh, thought, and like uh, you know before the reviews, like if you think of something else, you'll last longer, right? You know. So I looked her dead in the eyes, mid thrust, and went like, "Baseball season's coming up soon." You know anybody I could play catch with? I did. I did with a fucking smile on my face, and she just looked at me back and was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I was like, and I was like, "Your brother." Is he free anytime? Oh my no, that's God. you were just practicing casual sex. You just are having a casual conversation. No, no, it wasn't casual. Sex. It's just casual. We did it for sex. a while. I, and the, I was just, just a fucking a idiot. Yeah. You might as well talk about like Nixon and his drug policies. But that's a, that's a hundred percent true story. I definitely. I mean, she knew what she was doing. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing the first time. So you never do. She was like the same age. No, she was like two years older than me. Yeah, the girl I was with was like a year older than. I don't know, it's been a while. Go shoving it in there, you gotta, you know. Yeah. Warm it up. Running start. Running start. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the second girl that I was ever with, I uh, knocked up and had a kid. Oh. Well. Play with the accordion. <laughs> oh, kids. Right up. Precious little mistakes. Yeah. yeah. What's like, uh, like the, the look? Like, I don't know. My family's praying I make a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> your family comes over and like uh, distracts you and pokes holes in your condoms. Pretty much. <laughs> they're like, they're, you, well, you could always do yeah. the sperm bank route and then you could just, I mean. I, w- I would love, like, definitely. just, I'm just imagining a conversation between your uh, mother and the father. Where it's like, all right, your dad's like, all right, well, what's your mother and father's name? Beverly. Uh, right, let's say Kevin. Uh, let's say Kevin and Kara. Just so you know. Yeah. Uh, Kevin and Christine. Okay. Kevin talking to Christine. Kevin, uh, you distract your son. Do you have the fucking uh, toothpick? You know, <laughs> like give him his Christmas present so he can give me my Christmas present. I want to be a grandmother. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, that's so funny. Do they? Uh, is it racist to ask if they have black people in Kevin? Because I'm, I'm pretty black sure they don't. Black. They didn't. That's why I said Kevin. Like, it does, it, actually, no, it's not race. I, I don't I think I've ever no met a black person named Kevin. Isn't that an Irish name, Kevin? It is oh, an Irish name. You would know. I know black you know black Kevin? I know a black Kevin. You For do. show? It's All right, well, there you go. That's proved. It was racist that you said you know a black I Kevin, know, and yeah, I went no. for show. Um, and we even know a comedian. Kevin Monroe is a black comedian who used to be in San Francisco, and he's in... Uh, LA now, so he's mm. an actor. So not only do we know a black Kevin, we know a black comedian Kevin. Nice. Yeah. Once we, once I I'm meet glad. a black we're Cletus, back. we're taking back Kevin. Are you taking it back? <laughs> All right. Once I meet a black Cletus, I know that racism has been solved. Mm. Black Cletus? now? okay, fine. That, that's no, my I mean, thing. Uh, that's the whitest name in the world. Uh, I, I haven't met anybody. I'm pretty sure that's one that already got taken back, like a, it was a, a kind of country hip name that it that's why i'm saying well there are black people blowing out in the middle of fucking the bayou so i mean yeah but none of them are named cletus i don't think we can take cletus back man cletus? 
Sorry. It's my Skyrim character's name, okay? I, I just want it. It really is. I'm it really is. I, he's a fucking Red Guard, too, which is the black character in Skyrim. I'm 100% <laughs> down with weird names. Uh, there have been children named Absidy, which is A-B-C-D-E. Absidy. Also, Nevaeh is one of my favorite ones right now. It's heaven spelled backwards. Nevaeh. Yeah, I like that one. That's crazy. I'm a, a my best friends from high school. She's a little black girl. My best yeah, friends from high school. I love that. My best friends from high school. One of his half sisters is named Nevaeh. It's great. So name. fucking adorable. Yeah. Unfortunately, she's in struggle sending in applications. Oh, she's black. Yeah. But you know, it's a great name though. It is. Yeah. She was fucking adorable. Yeah, I love that girl. I think that it's exciting that. We've changed so many things since I was little. A, men can now express themselves with their hair. When I was little, you had, if you were a boy, you had one haircut. And even in the 80s, people wanted to be all wild. And and they're like, no, this is what you do. I saw a boy with green hair walking down the street the other day. Like an eight-year-old with green hair. His mom's like, yeah, you want to express yourself, kid? I saw a three-year-old wearing like a fairy queen outfit. And I was like, you nice. do it. You get it done with a wand and all the whole thing. I'm like, this is, these days are great. But boys can braid their hair. Like, I'm, I'm super down with all of, like, the new expressions that people are allowed to take. And when I was little, they're like, don't, don't be unique. Don't have any, don't, you can't pick out your own clothes. Oh, my God, it's so embarrassing when you wear socks or different colors. <gasps> I used to uh, know a guy that he'd wore, uh, like, he'd wore his pajama pants under his jeans for, like, you know, uh, warmth. He was so skinny, and then like around like a one year in school, he switched it out so he wore his jeans under his pajama pants and like different types of shoes. Like he wore Nikes and Reeboks on each different foot, constantly. You know, like that's fucking. You know, uh, drugs. That's drugs. No, we like <laughs> we were 13 at the time. That was way before drugs. But he got into drugs. But that's just you know self. He was a weird fucker. Okay, so explain <laughs> to me this. Explain to me this. Now I live in the Tenderloin. And I'm not, uh, many people sag their pants, but, and I understand the concept of sagging a little bit where you see a little bit of underwear, maybe a little butt crack. That's not even a thing that bothers me too much. But when they sag so far that they can't even walk, like when it's sagged beneath your butt, what is the purpose of this? And is there a special like way to learn to walk where the pants don't fall down? And what, like why the upper, th how? I mean, am I being racist by wondering about, like, the mechanics the mechanics of sagging pants to me? I yeah. feel like... Just when my first uh, firstborn son, I'm going to get him pants, like, you know, when he's like, a little taller or something, he's learning how to walk. I'm going to get him pants that he wears where he's, like, they're sagging. So he learns how to walk while sagging. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, he, he, he's never worn, like, regular-sized jeans in his life. Like, I saw a man trying to cross the street in the Tenderloin. And as he was running, his pants kept getting lower and lower, but it was like he would not grab them because somehow grabbing them was like making a point to everyone around him that he did was not under control of the pants <laughs> that were clearly falling I'm down his legs. His <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, he's like running sort of across the street, but not holding them up, but they're totally falling down. And I just sat there and watched this, and I was like, what is the thought in his head? Like, you just pull up the pants, but it was like he just, he doesn't want to have to pull up his pants. What does the DSM and have to say about I sagging? Used, I used to sag a little bit, but they, they took it to a whole nother level these days. 
I'm pretty sure the thought in his head is, I need a shit in the first place I can find. That's open. That's where I'm taking. You know, he's getting ready. He's pulling down his pants before he gets to the porta potty. I sag about half the time just because, like, I retain water a lot, so you know, my pants don't fit. The other Josh Kahn has been replaced by my mother, and now he is at the front of the stage. I'm with Pamela. I'm retaining a, water. You can't eat that. It's too salty, it's honey. You're going to take on too water. Too water. It's the MSG. I told you. We the go MSG to that Chinese place. They're poisoning Pamela me on purpose. They're lying. They say there's no MSG, but they know there's MSG in there. These locks are not fresh caught. <laughs> fresh you know, caught. I've never seen a heroin addict sag because they always have a belt to tie up their arm. Oh. Ooh. Also, they don't have to look for bathrooms because they never have to poo because they're on opiates That's all the right. time. And when they do take a dump, I really have to thank them. Heroin addiction or opiate addiction makes your poop solid. They're like little pine cones on the streets of the TL. They're much easier to clean up. You know what's better than that? Fucking fiber. Eat some broccoli. Don't do heroin, kids. <laughs> no People should not be doing heroin. Exactly. But I am. If you want to do heroin, just melt down some broccoli, get a needle, get a belt, shove it right in your veins. Wow. Yeah. You heard it from Hunter. Yeah. There's um, I walk in front of Civic Center almost every day, or every day actually I do in front of City Hall, and underneath City Hall is like this old, um, parking lot. But I think it's actually a methamphetamine lab. Uh, all the time coming out of these vents are these crazy amounts of funny smelling smoke, and it's really warm. And I was walking home the other night. And it was late, and there were all these people literally laying in the street in front of City Hall. Like, it's a road, but there's these round things, and they're spewing hotness from underneath the ground. I don't know why. It's happening even during the day. And there were people, like, all sleeping in the street on top. Of it. I was like, this is crazy. And they were all definitely high. They, didn't, they oh, weren't, yeah. like, the ones that were having their tents and being like, yeah, we're homeless and we're taking care of shit. They were like... Nah, we're we're definitely doing yeah. We're definitely doing opiates right I now. I used to work at the uh, Bill Graham, so I see all that stuff too. That yeah. weird. What is that smoke? I'm pretty sure it's from all the bathrooms at the Bill Graham. But no one's like been using the bathrooms. Dude, after a concert. But it hasn't even. It's still there. All of this. The smoke the is still coming up. The hot smoke is there today. Last night, every day, I walk by. It's this weird, iconic, and it was a really, really crazy when it was the fires were happening, and I took a picture in the morning, and the smoke. The smoke is always there. Not a laundromat. It's not a laundromat. It smells they, weird. They well, they're drying their clothes. They have to use massive amounts of of meth to treat sewage or something like that. Cook it all. Maybe up. I don't know what's smoke. happening anymore in this city. Okay. But things are getting more desperate, and I was propositioned for sex today. Yeah, things really are getting more desperate. Oh, yeah. (laughs) No, I mean, thank you. No, but I mean, I was like, I looked at myself like in one of those windows that looks like a mirror, and I was walking toward myself, and I was like, this this outfit today really gives off the prostitute look? It doesn't give off prostitute look, but you look really good in that outfit today, Pam. Thanks. But I was like, prostitute good? Okay. It's, It's the jacket. The jacket. You know what I mean? Like, it's the I, belt. I, I, it's not the jacket, it's the belt. I feel like prostitutes would wear, you know, jackets like that. I'm not saying you're a prostitute, but it's because, like, you know, under that jacket could possibly be 
some lingerie. You know, it, it, it's it's that's what a male would wear if he was uh, flashing people. Mm. You know what I mean? I have a good flasher jacket at home, actually. <laughs> I do. It's a London Fog jacket. Oh, that's, that's he's got he's got all the good tunes. Yeah. Crazy though, guys. Do you ever get propositions for sex on the street? Anybody else? Just just, yeah, I have. just women. You have? Yeah, here and in Vegas one time. I did when in I was Vegas pretty. Vegas one time. Yeah, I, you know, and I was like, that's very sweet, you know, but. Wow. I did when I was pretty. You got proposition like, for sex. Yeah, uh, one time I was uh, doing a show at uh, Neck of the Woods. Uh huh. And I was uh, from one bar to the other, and I left my mom and my girlfriend at the time at the other bar. I was going over there early, you know, go check in and everything, and I was walking past a group of girls, and one girl did a full wind up, slapped me in my ass. You know, I looked over, I was like, I was so in my too. She was like. How much, baby? And I was like, uh, buy a ticket. You oh, know. There you go. That's nice. Yeah, but then I, I've been probably just four, but that's when I was pretty, you know. I got off stage at Copyright, which was a hella funny show um, across the street from the old Brainwash on 8th. Mm-hmm. And I got off, and Tony Sparks was hosting. And I got off stage, and I sat down at the bar, and I got my free drink, which I always enjoy. And there was a gentleman next to me, and he propositioned me for sex. He was like, I got $77. <laughs> I, live, I live around the corner. I've got money. That's so I'm funny. Like, I'm, I'm wondering, I'm wondering what you do. And he was like probably oh like God. 71. Uh, he was an African-American he gentleman. He was 77. He was, he was an attractive gentleman. That's fine. But I was like, I just got off stage. Like, I'm a comedian. Uh, not necessarily a, a prostitute, I, but he was like, we could have a really good time, and I got $77. $77. And I was thinking in my head, like, that's not a lot. Like, yeah. What's I mean, I guess that's what the going rate is, especially for an old lady like me, but I'm very flexible. So I feel like I have special skills that should warrant a little bit more than $77. And what's funny about that, too, is he gave such an exact number that he wasn't lowballing you. There oh, was no, no yeah, room for like haggling. You, you know, he just wanted, this is all pocket. I got. Yeah. That's, yeah. this is he, everything right. I got to my name and you can have it all. Yeah. Let's yeah. go for like, it. He, he went all out with his bid from day, for, from like right. day one. Yeah. And then, you know, he offers to buy me a drink and I'm like, so now is it 67? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that what I get now if I go home with uh, you? Oh yeah. What do I got to do for this drink? He's like Andy McDowell at the end of Groundhog Day pulling out his checkbook. Like, <laughs> Twelve hundred dollars and eighty-seven cents sold. Also, prostitutes. If you're gonna get paid, never accept checks. No, I've learned never that accept- from Teddy Hell. Oh, oh so you have accepted? Yeah, he has. He has a funny joke about that. So my new trick, though, is I can literally. I'm so flexible. I can put my leg on top of somebody's shoulder. I know, Pam. I know, Pam. I'm like, it's no, I'm oh, sorry. That sounded really weird. But one time I was hanging out with Pam a day before Halloween, and I invited my friend over who happened to be a very fit, young mm-hmm. Asian man. And Pam was like, you're so fucking hot. You're so fuckable. And then she just started doing splits and everything right in the middle of her living room saying, like, look what I can do. All that stuff. He was, he was a hot guy. He was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's nothing funny about that. I was like. No, no, oh, that's, yeah. I mean, that's classic Pam. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, um, I'm, sexually address- uh, I'm sexually aggressive when I'm drunk. It's yeah. just a thing. I, I get sexually aggressive. And people have, people have called me out on it in the past. But I was raised in the 90s, so I'm like, yeah. sexual aggression, I'm just sort of modeling what, like, what yeah. I know. The biggest but. insult to me after that, too, is like, he left. 30 minutes later, there's a minimum awkward sign. She goes, Hunter, you're single, right? Like, you had to wait 30 minutes. We hung out for like three, four hours beforehand. And then you finally were drunk enough to decide maybe I could try Hunter. Uh, hey, well, yeah. because, I mean, it, I've got to be really blacked out to be like... <laughs> 
Not that, no, just, <laughs> no, just because with, especially with, no, with comedians, like, you can't, like, you, you can't make that decision sober. That's a, that's a yeah. mistake. Yeah. You gotta be like, oh, geez, did I, oh, did I sort of grab your penis? I was so drunk and I was just really curious. Like, that's, <laughs> that's how I get out You're of it just every all time. joking around, we're comedians. That's how, that's how I get out of it every time. I was, yeah. I was joking. curious. You wanna hear a good, uh, you wanna hear a good comic pickup line? I can say to other female comics? Hey, baby, watch me turn a short three into a tight five. <laughs> 380? I don't a short that. three into a tight five. I'm talking oh, about penis size. a short three into a tight five. Oh, I get it. I get it. Uh, uh, I thought you were talking about timing. I'm like, I mean, I don't well, you don't want to tell her you got to fire three. That's a short three. <laughs> it's a funny it's joke. timing, yeah. it's like, come on. Yeah. You don't want to tell a girl you got to fire three. It's just a funny pickup line, yeah. Come on, if I'm honestly trying to use that line, it means I'm not trying to have sex. One of my tricks when I used to go out to bars and and, uh, not buy my, I buy my own cigarettes now, Um, but I used to not do that for many, many years. And I would walk up to people and I would say, I'll give you a joke for a cigarette. And oftentimes they'd be like, no joke, just have a cigarette. And I'd be like, I'm telling you a joke anyways. (laughs) I didn't want the, I didn't, I do want a cigarette, (laughs) but I just wanted to tell you a joke. But then I tell them a joke for a cigarette. And then usually they laugh and go like, did you write that? And I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, that's what I, that's what I, I write. I write jokes, you know. And then they're like, whoa, what? No, for real? Oh, okay. And then I hand them a flyer. Look at Pam I haven't done it in a long time. I haven't made friends in so long. It's, I'm so glad all of you are here, honestly, because I sit, I, my cats are so sick of me. Like They are just like, shut the fuck up. They, they're tired. Of me talking, they're tired of my jokes. They hide from me now. <laughs> they're like, "Get out of here! Leave the house!" I took a bath. Your cats are tired of your jokes. Like the only cat lady I know, I think. Really? Yeah, I don't really. You need to hang out with more desperate women. You know me too, man. I'm a cat lady. You're. He's at. Josh is actually a cat lady. I was. I was thinking about scraping up all the fur off my carpet and turning it into yarn and knitting it into face masks. Wow. See, that's hilarious because you were talking about trimming your pubes earlier. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> no, those are that too short. That sounded like to... a pube in you under. Yeah. No, no, not my pussy. My pussies. Mm-hmm. They're just, they, they're constantly shedding. Yeah. Uh, I, wow. but the first joke I ever wrote, it wasn't even a joke. It was like in, probably like my freshman year in high school. It was like something I thought. Like, I thought it'd be really funny if I shaved my pubes into an American flag and the girl who was have sex with shaved her pubes into a uh, Nazi symbol, and then I'd fuck her on June 5th, which was D-Day. Wow. It was the dumbest fucking thing, but I thought it was the funniest fucking thing in the world when I was 14. Nobody D, judged me on that. But no, you, it's, you've got many levels because you're going to give her your Norman D. You're going to give her your Norman D. That's funny. Yeah, that's good. You're going to give her your Norman D. And then because uh, the and because the U.S. used paratroopers, I could have a buddy of mine just like attack her from the back. <laughs> oh, Maybe I should start talking yeah, about there's, that. Yeah. There's no reason to not revisit old, old jokes. 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 Like, I mean, I've been this I'm, wasn't even I'm yeah. coming up on my 10-year comedy anniversary, and I still have jokes that I do that I did my second year in. Yeah, my my cat, my crazy cat lady, shaving my cat, knitting a sweater out of his fur, making him wear it. That I wrote that 18 months into doing comedy. So like get, one of my first jokes. So do you guys think I should like rehash that? D-Day, do they try it on stage? Whatever material you want to do that you actually do as material, I support that. Thank you, Pam. Like, I also love it when you riff, but it's great for you to like fill material up the kitty. Yeah. Well, 
like I always loved your joke about your dad with the toilet in the backyard. Which is a true story. The toilet's still there. <laughs> and he stole, uh, I don't know if you know this, uh, but he stole a toilet. Uh, he's a general contractor. So I'm not going to do the whole joke, but he stole a toilet uh, from this guy's house he was remodeling. Because the guy's house he was remodeling was a former uh, California state legislator. And he stole it because the guy, uh, uh, the Kennedy brothers would always go over there constantly and party. So they were doing cocaine and puking off that fucking toilet. My dad's an Irish immigrant. You know, so he stole that fucking shit. And it's still there. You know, like Sorry. 10 years later on, like he would put a tarp over it while it's raining and just sit there and read his fuck. It was his most prized possession. I'm his eldest son. He valued a fucking thing he shits in more than me. You know? American history. In that yeah, way. So American he took history. It, he shits in it though? No, he doesn't, but he should. Like he worships, he values it so much, he does, nothing's plugged in, you know? Uh, it's still there in the backyard. I mean, like, what's the point of that? Like, can you clone a Kennedy from their puke? Like, that's not. That's a good question. No, he doesn't clone it. It's like it, it's it's the beginning of a shrine. <laughs> I'm just for saying, the Kennedys. You rather have like a lock of their hair something or something, bigger. you know, like so that you can clone them. No, like it, it's the, the beginning of a shrine for the Kennedys. It's a fucking toilet. I don't know. It's my dad's a weird guy. I have a I have a small shrine uh, to Martha Stewart in my house. Does it start with a toilet? No, it has a really big, good picture of her from, from like '82, from one of her first books where she was hot. She used to be a model. Really? Yeah, she was a model. Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart was a model. She also got a law degree. Then she got married to a lawyer, and then she started her whole Martha Stewart like cookbook thing and her whole. It, she left the. She left the law practice. Wow. She, she got her. She got her MRS. Instead of her BA or whatever, or her JD, I don't know what they get. Yeah, Martha. Oof, I, I got a shrine to, to that bitch. She's the best. I wonder if she did anything interesting yeah, with her toilet. Like oh, in I have a little pyramid. That's funny. We should go around and talk about like the weirdest celebrity memorabilia we all have. I was gonna say, I like. I wonder if you can get Martha oh, Stewart like toilet wine from when she was in prison. Like, do they have a? Does she have a recipe for that? Pam. She have a recipe for what? Does she have a recipe for toilet wine that she developed? When oh, she was Pruno. In well, from, from prison? Okay, so um, Pruno is what they call it in jail, jail wine. And I don't remember her specifically coming out with that, but she did have David Spade on her show post-incarceration. And it was such an, a wonderful episode because she taught him how to make a bunch of different jail foods. One of them was using the iron and a paper bag and making grilled cheese sandwiches out of white bread and she talked about different oils that exist in jail and how you glean like she talked there was one way where she's like if you want to get if you need oil you got to take the fritos and do this thing you put the fritos in the bag and you crush them in the paper bag and then you make the grilled cheese with that paper bag because the oil is on the paper bag and that's what's going to crisp your bread because Martha Stewart's a fucking genius right okay so there was that one and then she talked about how sometimes you can get cheese, but there's no graters and there's no knives. So how do you make your cheese for your nachos if you have a microwave? So she took a sardine can and she took another implement and she made a grater out of a Uh-oh. sardine can. And so she's talking about, so she's got David Spade on the Martha <laughs> Stewart show and she's like, let's make jail food. Yay. And she's teaching him the, the tricks about all the different things you can make with like the commissary food and what you're doing. And I was like, Martha, you're a queen. And when she walked out of jail, she was wearing this really cute poncho that her roommate made because she taught her roommate how to knit. 
You know what's ironic? I love it, but you know what's ironic she too? she taught her roommate how to knit. Doesn't, she taught her roommate a lifelong skill. Doesn't Martha Stewart look like the mother of all Karens? She's the waspiest wasp little, that ever wasped. Absolutely. Yeah, she is, but like she's the most gangster, most like fucking, well, you know, real person. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's just funny because like whenever I think of a Karen, I think of Monster, Ma- Martha Stewart. Just visually. She chills with Snoop. Yeah. Because they have their houses in the Hamptons are next door. And when she came out of jail, he was like, you fucking OG. And she's yeah. like, hell yeah. And then he was like, you want to do a show together on VH1? And she's like, that sounds like a great yeah. idea. Their and re- then they did. Their relationship is just the fucking most wholesome, most like uh, healing relationship you could see from celebrities in the Gangster right respects right? gangster. Hustle respects hustle. Oh, he yeah. knows Martha Stewart on their media. No fucking joke. She built it all, too, from nothing, just like he did. It was just straight talent. They see. I mean, they I, see each other, and I'm like, oh, bitch, I see you too. I like to think that Martha Stewart every once in a while still goes over to Snoop Dogg's house saying, like, oh hey, uh, Martha Stewart's like, oh hey, I made these brownies or something. Yeah, you know, like it, it, Martha Stewart's like kind of Snoop Dogg's grandma. Well, she. And it's back, you know, it's like a mom. They're the I, age difference is she would be his mother's. No, age, but I'm but, talking about like yeah. a southern old lady just going over like you know Snoop. I made some, you know, uh, some brownies, all this fucking food. You know, like, well, that neighborly sense. Like whenever that. It makes she me happy. gets nervous, she bakes. That's like a thing. So if she ever had a big meeting. And whenever Snoop big... gets nervous, he gets baked. <laughs> exactly. They, they connect on so many levels. But whenever she gets nervous for a meeting or when she was starting out and she wanted to feel comfortable, she'd wake up really early and she'd bake like cinnamon rolls for the whole group. So mm. she'd come into a big board meeting and set down like hot, fresh cinnamon rolls and be like, all right, <laughs> this is what we're doing. And then everybody's so excited about the food that she's, and everyone's like, oh, this is so great. This is so perfect. This is so, you're amazing. Yeah. And then she calms down and can be fucking Martha Stewart. But right, And there, there's this therapeutic thing that happens when you cook. And Pam, you would know that definitely too. You bake a lot. I cook a lot. I'm more of like a meat uh, chef, you know, but I love it. There's something therapeutic. Like, what have you ever done, yeah. cooking wise? That you know, it's like calmed you down. You know, like, what, what's your favorite dish to make? I like to grill. Oh, grill, my man, dude. Yeah. Come over to my place one time. I got a really nice grill. You guys should come over. Like, just fucking, we'll, we'll grill the fuck out of it. I have a grill yeah, I here. Love I like cooking. I it's love one of the grilling. few things in life you can control if you pay attention. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. Do you, do you charcoal then? Is it, you... charcoal. charcoal? And I got, I got a wood charcoal. smoker too. You do. You I know what? Yeah. Oh yeah. I just use. Well, well, that's I why you're do, all, you're not in this room. I, you're I playing do, a fucking. I can accordion. do fantastic. Then not do a. You never try my barbecue, man. Um, Josh Kahn made yes. the best Thanksgiving dinner: soup to nuts, the whole fucking thing, the turkey, the gravy, the stuffing, the mashed potatoes, the everything. The, You've had my barbecue too, Pam. Remember that day at the park? I had like the, all that chicken and tri-tip that's fine. and stuff. Yes, yeah. yeah I can and some weird little pulled pork sandwiches, and I was like, what? I can all right, we should we should have teams cook-offs. Because yeah, I just for barbecue. I, it's for me. Rob? It's all on the marinade. I don't care what I cook with. Like I can also cook with wood or gas, but I just I, I do like a like a forty five minute marinade with everything. Just oh yeah, really oh yeah, all of that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like uh, me personally, I prefer the uh, twelve hour marinade overnight if you can. You know, but a forty five minute marinade still does what it needs to do. Or just don't even marinate. Just dry rub that shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's or that's I, called the dry marinade. I've also done. Um, I've I've actually dry aged the meat for a couple days before I even cooked it, and then once you, it's it just consolidates flavors. It's crazy. It's just once, getting a bunch of. Once all this stuff water. blows over with the COVID stuff, you all should come over to my place. We'll have a big old barbecue. Fuck yeah. That's yeah. Fun. 
Yeah. Uh, I want somebody from Iceland to teach me how to make that stuff where like it's you, it's like fish soaked in lye and then you bury it under. Oh, Ludafisk. You bury it underground. I got a backyard. Like, Luda, Luda, Luda there. Ludafisk. Like, you bury it underground for some inordinate amount of time and then you dig it up and you eat it. Yeah. I got a backyard. We can bury it in my backyard. Yeah, so let's do it. Yeah. The, the better. Uh, this is a thing I learned from a Norwegian cookbook. When you're camping in Norway in the spring, isn't that nice? You go and you glean all these like juniper berries and fucking mm-hmm. herbaceous things that taste like lemon, and you take your fish and you take the guts out of the fish and you put all the weird little herbs and berries that you gleaned and gathered, and then you wrap it in newspaper, and then you soak the newspaper in the stream, and then you stick the fish that's stuffed with the yummy things in the newspaper that's all wet, and you throw it on the fire, mm. and when it burns and it's just about to get to the place where you're going to get to the fish, you take it off and it's perfectly steamed and it's perfectly perfect. Nice. And you yeah. do it. It's like an outdoor ancient, nor- well, not ancient because obviously newspapers only ex- it's existed for like, yeah, mm-hmm. a couple hundred years or whatever. But that's the way to do it. No, the Flintstones had newspapers. They were just chiseled on rocks. So <laughs> I mean, they, they still, you know. <laughs> Are you just are you uh, suggesting we use the Ten Commandments oh, to uh, wrap them? No, yeah, <laughs> in there. Flintstones, five loaves, two fish. No, hey, hey, look. Really Seriously though, Wait, it I was written on the back of the funnies on the Sunday newspaper. <laughs> the five fl- loaves, two fish. Flintstones reminds me. Somebody was telling me the other day they were like, Flintstones and Jetsons took place at the same time, man. Like that's what's going on down on the ground. Like you know, all the Jetsons houses are up on like poles. Yeah, like, yeah, down oh at the bottom God. of the ground, that's where the Flintstones fucking live, man. It's going on at the same time. And it got me thinking. I was like, dude, Elroy really is like the most white privileged spoiled piece of shit. He just flies around in this little bubble. And then at the bottom of those houses on those poles, like everybody's just like dying of starvation. And, and you know, there's he, there's a very interesting comment about that because I forget both the father's names, the uh, the fathers in both families. George Jetson. George Jetson and uh, uh, Fred, Fred, Flint- Flintstone. Fred Flintstone. They were both as just constantly angry all the fucking time. And so it doesn't matter how much money, wealth you have, if you're a straight white male with money, you're still going to be angry. And they, were, so both, fucked up to say. they were both visited <laughs> yeah, by well, the little yeah. green Martian what was the little green Martian uh, thing? Gazoo. Yeah. Bebo right. or something. Yeah, but it's dads gazoo. are constantly going to be just as is angry. Not gazoo? No matter gazoo. what they are. Yeah. Kazoo. Kazoo, the yeah. fucking alien, uh-huh. visits both both George Jetson well, both and so it goes on both shows because he's a Hanna-Barbera they character. They have like a Christmas <gasps> special or something where they actually get together. You know? He's not a time-traveling alien. They're in the same time. Dude, it is. that is a QAnon. Conspiracy right there. It's a on conspiracy. <laughs> a Kazooanon. Oh my God. I'm been get out of here. All with puns today. Well, oh man. That makes sense. It makes yeah. absolute sense. Jane, his wife. No, but uh, but so but Fred Flintstone is modeled after uh, the honeymooners, you know. Uh, right in the kisser. Yeah, bang zoom. Oh yeah, bang, yeah. Zoom. But and so and I always felt like Jetsons was modeled after uh, that he was modeled after Darren from Bewitched, you know, and the and his wife looked a little like the witch from. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I'm not familiar with that TV show. Bewitched. Like, don't you think Jetsons was like if if Flintstones was modeled after Bang Zoom, Right to the Moon, Jetsons was a little more like Bewitched. You know what I mean? I ca- yeah, I see it. I see it. Yeah. 
I gotta learn to play the flute. Well, the thing that is completely ridiculous about Bewitched is she's a fucking witch and she gives up her powers for some guy. Like, I dream a genie, I get it, right? He's an astronaut, he finds her in a bottle, he saves her, and she's like, I belong to you, I'm a genie, and you saved me from my bottle. That I get. But Bewitched? She's a fucking witch. She has all the power in the whole world. Her mom's Andorra, who can do anything, and she's like, Oh, you're so amazing, you just regular, average guy that lives in the suburb. I'm giving up all my witchly powers for this? What the fuck? It makes no sense at all. Like, you're a witch. You could build a man. You could do anything. You don't need this schlep. What is this guy doing? Does he have the hugest dick in the whole world? And that they change him halfway through the season. It's one Darren, and then it's another Darren. And they all just pretend. Nobody needs two Darrens. Same guy. That's love, Pam. Love doesn't make sense. Why well, stay away from it? <laughs> <laughs> but did she make the new Darren? Like it's it's completely ridiculous. Maybe she gave that Darren a bigger dick. Maybe <laughs> she had all. No, the I think the first Darren was uncircumcised. The second Darren was circumcised. You know, it was more pleasing, more pleasing. to her eye. Uh, yeah, yeah. But you're right. Love doesn't make any sense at all. I'm so happy that we all love, you know, uh, old Cartoon Network shows. Oh, this was a live action thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was kind of boring, too. It was like she had a daughter, eventually Tabitha. No, Tabitha was the name of the wife. Tabitha the witch, and then they had a kid. And then she had witchy powers, and it was always like, oh, no, the child did something witchy. Ah!" Whenever I think of somebody named Tabitha, I think of somebody that needs braces, but never had braces. Oh. Dude, I'm allowed to talk shit about a hypothetical person that's not even real. This is the I Dream of Genie song. Do, 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 do. What was your favorite uh, TV show growing up? I'm trying to think. Uh, you mean like older when I was like... When you were like a kid. Yeah. You know? Oh, I love that. I love that. Okay, that was on uh, Nick at Night for me. Where I was a kid. Fuck yeah, dude. And the Cosby Show. Ooh. Well, we're not allowed to like that anymore. No, no, no. Yeah. Have you guys seen uh, Dancing with the Stars? Where uh, Carlton was on it? And he, oh, he was such a good yeah. dancer. He was on Silver Spoons. He did the Carlton. Spoons. It's so fucking good. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you the video later. Carlton was on Silver Spoons as a kid, and he was known as an, a dancer. Like, that's oh, yeah. what he did on Silver Spoons. Like, you had the little Ricky Schroeder, and then he would, like, dance in the thing. And it was always little Alfonso. Yeah. I don't think Carlton won Dancing with the Stars, but he should have. Like, oh. he was just so fucking good. Because yeah. he has a huge dance training background. He was a child dancer. He could... That's how he was discovered, is he was, like, a little fake... He was, like, a little baby Michael Jackson. Boop, boop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure the Carlton... They, uh... He did that, and then he got hired for it. I'm pretty... You know what I mean? Like... Just when he yeah. was a child, he, he's been a child actor forever. Yeah, yeah, That's all. I was... I tried to be a child actor. Girl, my parents... Like, I was in one, like, commercial in the background for a little bit, Yeah. Uh, there was like, you know, I tried doing a little bit, like, never really went through anything. You know, I was too... Your parents were always too high to drive you to the audition. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't nice, but that's a good... good it wasn't. <laughs> I'm upset. My parents would love me. That's probably... Like, they, they were just... They love yeah. you. That's, that's not... That's no, no, yeah. Um, be high and love you. Yeah. They, <laughs> <laughs> they were actually keep. They love they, you yeah, so they much they were keeping you safe by not I'm going to quote you. that, you know, when I'm stoned. 
and I have a child. You know, I can be stoned and love you at the same time. Listen, yeah. as a parent, I will tell you from experience, you love your kids way more when you're stoned. Where's your kid right now? <laughs> he lives with his girlfriend. He's, there we go. He's, he's an adult. Honestly, I feel like that's when you love. You're right. That's when you love your kid more. Oh you yeah, know, I love him the most now. He doesn't ask me anything yeah. anymore. Yeah. He's nowhere. Near me. You ever get like stoned off weed and just read kids books? Oh my god, it's so interesting. I, I mean, yeah, with him. Lion King. Yeah. yeah, Lion King. There we go. Yep. Not the live shit. action. I seen it was like a post on uh, like I don't think it's Facebook or whatever. It was like you know what happened to Mufasa's body. You, what? Like, now what happened? It was basically coming to the conclusion that Scar ate Mufasa after he died because only lions eat other lions. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Oh, I was shit. like that just fucked it up for me. That's real that difficult. Imagine <laughs> if like the uh, in a deleted scene you see Simba just standing on the sidelines watching Scar. Eat Mufasa. Well, I mean, I guess lions go cannibal quick, yo. That's like... Yeah. Man, it's, it's fucked up. They don't give a fuck in the wild. That's why I'm not really with the 